Spirit of Intelligence, Raising the Consciousness, and an author with three published books already on how we can all develop our intuition and our high levels of consciousness, which we are going to need at this time. So welcome to Anecdotal Antidotes. I want to call this the Good News Channel because this is where we operate at a much higher frequency than the lower vibrations. And this is where you're gonna feel good. So um, the topic today is are you infecting or affecting as we are going mostly into lockdown? And so that means are we coming from love or fear? Are we you know, spreading good news or are we really uh, adding to the panic. So we're going to talk about people's behaviors when it comes to emergencies like this. And I used to be a flight attendant, so I've got a couple of juicy stories to tell you. Um, the other thing we're going to uh, be talking about is predictions, uh, then the stories, and um, then I'm going to be actually doing a prayer. And you probably know this because if you're listening here, I'm assuming you are already of the more intelligent breed, the higher consciousness. And you know that when we come together in prayer has a great, powerful impact. And I will record the prayer. So if anybody does want a recording of it, they will send me an email and maybe a donation by um, email transfer for me or anybody else who needs it. So we'll just see what's going on there. And then the, then the end, um, I've got um, my dear producer, Michael, is going to be asking me some questions. And if you would like to join uh, in with your questions, I'd really like to know what you're worried about right now. So um, Gary's coming on already. Hi, Gary, nice to see your smiling face. And you'll see we posted your little joke about the aliens. So, um, there have been many predictions about the coronavirus. Uh, Sylvia Brown, a very famous um, American psychic, did predict it in her end of days. But I also, in 1985, which is a long time ago, and before I was really even acknowledging or wanting to acknowledge that I had this psychic gift, um, I went down to Oregon and I had a four days of being in and out of a trance. And the full uh, channeling is in this book, my first book, I Think I'm Psychic. But what I'm gonna to read to you, it's just very short, is the prediction that I was given, which you could translate as pertaining to the current situation. So over the next 15 years, the energy on the planet is speeding up, getting faster and faster. It will bring both fear and excitement. All the souls on the earth plane will divide into two levels of consciousness. At first, there will be individuals who will rise up and speak of a different way of being. These individuals will attract others who are curious, who are reminded of a truth they already know. Then these clusters of people will join one another and form large groups until eventually the thinking on the earth plane will divide into two. Those who are ready and willing to go with the higher consciousness and those who out of fear of losing control want to hang on to the old pedagogy. But these stubborn people will not be able to refute the force of what is coming into being. Like a tidal wave, it will overwhelm them. They will leave or be taken from the planet to another dimension and continue their evolution at their own pace. This other planet is still in the same galaxy, but evolution is slower. Those who are willing to let go and grow will at first experience chaos on Earth. Eventually, they will rise to the surface and experience a more peaceful world existing on this higher 
and lighter plane of consciousness. Does that remind you of anything? So I think right now we're all feeling overwhelmed. Uh, that was the then prediction. The now prediction I'm feeling is this will go on for months, not years, as I've said, but we all have a stake in this. We, the sooner we increase our frequency and rise above it and we choose joy, we choose to be empowered, we choose to make up our own mind about what the truth is, and there's lots of versions of that out there right now, um, just to stay in a positive vibration because that is your protection. I was also told more recently that this is an opportunity for a reset and it's uh, the action or the empowerment is coming from the grassroots. So we're actually rising up. We're not listening to the powers that be anymore or those that have been trying to feed us a line. We're actually going to rise up and change that for ourselves. So that's very exciting. And I, for one, I'm very, like I say, I'm very sympathetic and empathetic to those people that are out there suffering in any way, whether through fear or disease or uh, loneliness uh, or depression. Um, I encourage you to come on this channel and join with us and raise your frequency. Um, so that's a prediction. So the topic is, are you infecting or affecting? And what I wanted to do was tell you a couple of stories about being a flight attendant. And it's really interesting because when you're in a slim metal tube with between 100 people and 365 people, you do see the best and the worst of everybody. So um, I'm just going to turn off my device here, sorry. Um, you do see the best and the worst of everybody. So a few years ago, this is a long time ago, before I came to Canada, we're on a flight to Tenerife. And man, the gentleman at the back, started to show signs of having a heart attack. And the number one hostess, she's the chiefy, she went on the PA and she said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry, we're going to have to interrupt the duty-free service. You won't be getting your cigarettes and scotch just yet because we have a medical emergency at the back. Is there a doctor on board? In the meantime, uh, the flight attendants at the back would, took this man out of the seat, lay him on the floor, and were trying to give him CPR. At the front of the plane, and they, they were well aware of the situation because they've been told passengers were rioting, saying, when are we going to get our scotch and our cigarettes? And these goods were just a few pounds cheaper than what they would have bought on the ground in Tenerife, if not. So it was very interesting to me how people were so unsympathetic to a fellow human being who was suffering at the time. I'm very happy to report that good triumphed over bad behavior, and this man did survive. He was taken off in an ambulance when we landed back at Gatwick. Sorry, yeah, back at Gatwick. We were on the way from Tenerife to Gatwick, and he, he did survive despite their bad behavior. So I understand that when we're in, in this situation, emergency situation, this reaction is going to come up. It's going to be love. It's going to be empathy, support, guidance, heroism. Or it's going to be fear. What about me? I've got to take care of me first. So I'm just asking you, what? how do you think you're going to react? Now, I think, you know, we probably do both. Uh, I've done it myself. It's like my first knee-jerk reaction is like, oh, my God, what about me? And there's like, oh, Natasha, give your head a shake. We're all in this together. How, how can I contribute to the situation? So what do you want to be, hero or hoarder? That's my question to you. So. 
try and find something when that kind of fear happens um, and that knee-jerk, before that knee-jerk reaction comes in, try and find an affirmation like, um, I'm safe, I'm taken care of, how can I be supportive of others? Um, I'm finding gratitude is really um, an antidote because it does change your frequency. It actually changes your physiology when you get from lack into gratitude. So really being grateful for everything you have. You're safe today. Today you're safe. That's all you need to know is about the present. So, and then back, as a flight attendant back in the 70s, and actually it was 1982, I was working for Laker Airways, a long-haul airline. And funny enough, after doing these Facebook Lives, I've had a couple of contacts from my Laker uh, colleagues. So that's lovely. Hi, everybody. And uh, when the airline went down, the, we were forced into bankruptcy by the big guys. Uh, we were all out of work. And so I was offered, along with 20 of my ex-Laker colleagues, a contract in Libya. So being desperate, and desperate times call for desperate measures, I said, sign me up. So I went to Tripoli, and I was based there for three months in Libya with 20 of my colleagues who, you know, we'd flown together. They were a professional flight attendants. We'd been in all kinds of situations. They weren't young girls just out there for the first time in the world. And we were based in Tripoli flying uh, Muslims to uh, Jeddah in Saudi Arabia for where they went up to Medina to their, on their Hajj and their Muslim pilgrimage. And what was interesting, because we were isolated, there were no phone calls in and out of the country. Uh, it was just us girls. We had no protection. We were living in hotels. There was no TV. Uh, There's no alcohol. We could go to a restaurant, but it was just no choice, just one meal. So in that way, it reminded me, this situation reminded me of being in Libya. And it was interesting to watch how 10 of the females started to complain and, and hate the fact that we were followed by secret police and we had our rooms checked four times a day, which understandably is a little bit unnerving. But 10 of us went into an angst state, while the other 10, myself included, said, I'm so happy to be here. This is such an awesome experience. It's so fascinating. What a different culture and an opportunity to learn how other people live. It was very male-dominated, so we had to, as Western women, we had to be very respectful and very careful. But, you know, it reminded me again of the supermarket because on a Tuesday in Tripoli, that's when the yogurt and the cheese came in, and there'd be a long lineup down at this massive supermarket. So I just want to say, though, that time in my life was the best time. It gave me time to think. I was away from my psycho mother. She couldn't get a hold of me. It was fantastic. I was by myself a lot. We relied on each other for company, for entertainment, for protection. It was kind of like now where we could be together in person, but we were cut off from the rest of the world and anything could have happened to us. It was a dangerous situation, but we all survived it. But what was interesting, after two months, uh, 10 of us asked if we could stay. Um, and the other 10, who were the infectors, they were the negative nillers, they got on a bus, went back to fog-bound England to a deepening recession and November, you know, with rain and snow going on and no money. And we're going, bye. 
because we were the affectors. We were able to bring our joy to the situation. And for the, we had another month there, which was fabulous and dangerous, but very interesting. And like I say, I look back on that time with a lot of gratitude because it allowed me to make the decision actually to leave England and come to Canada. So I'm going to suggest to you that if you're going through a change or you're wondering what's next in your life, this is a great opportunity just to meditate, just to think, ask friends for support and advice. We can still stay connected. So I hope that helps with you. But you can see the difference. There were the affectors and the infectors. And we were very grateful when they went home. So they couldn't bring us down with their, their negativity. So just look at your own behavior. And, you know, I'm sure some of you are at home with children, with parents. Uh, maybe you don't want to be with them. I can understand that I come from a highly dysfunctional family. But maybe it's an opportunity to really have deep conversations, turn off the TV, turn off your phones, and just really get to know each other and bond with one another, tell jokes as much as possible, tell funny stories. Maybe start to write a journal about this time. Maybe it's going to end up being a best-selling book. Who knows? You don't know. Okay, so I just want to give you some good news as well, just before we go into the prayer. And um, there was a, despite Trump throwing insults at the Chinese, there was a man, an Alibaba billionaire, who did donate to the American people 1 million face masks and 500,000 coronavirus test kits um, just to help humankind and asking us to work together, to unite and work together. So I feel that somebody who's an affector, despite being insulted by you know the American government several times, I want to say that he did the right thing and rose above. And we all need to rise above, understand that some people are in fear and panic and anger, there might be a lot of anger and or grief about this. And if we don't deal with the anger, the depression can set in. So I'm just asking you to watch your emotions, write them down. If you are feeling angry, write it all down, get it out of your body. Don't inflict it on the person next to you. Um, please just take responsibility for what you're feeling and talk about it. Talk about it and saying, you know what, I don't really want to do this today. I want to curl up in a ball and just sleep. And I've had my days too like that. But thanks to you people and me doing this, I've got a purpose. So think of a purpose that you can have for yourself and others that you can do on a daily basis that's just going to give you a reason for being and a reason for getting out of bed in the morning. Okay, so now I have a beautiful prayer. And I don't know how many people are on board with me at this moment. I've just got Gary here. But um, I'm going to say this prayer and I'm going to record it on my little trusty device. And if you like it, if it helps you, if it brings you peace, which it is meant to bring, um, please let me know and I'll email it to you. And if you feel like sending a donation or you don't, that's fine too. And um, just know that I'm going to continue to work, especially with teens. Before I say this prayer, I want to do a shout out to teenagers from 17 to 24 or anybody really. But just to let you know, I'm going to be doing an online course for you guys called Energy Dynamics and helping you uh, give you tools to navigate through these precarious times. 
Uh, I really don't want to lose anybody due to any kind of um, depression or anything like that. So mothers, if you're parents of teens, please let them know. I know teens don't use Facebook so much anymore. Um, we're going to copy this onto Instagram soon. It's going to be on YouTube. The online course and the intros to it will go on YouTube. Um, and I'm working with some really beautiful people to support me and guide me through that. But the material is already written. And what these energy dynamics will do is will teach you about your own energy, how your mind works, how your aura works, how you can project your energy, um, the laws of attraction, um, how you can be empowered uh, when there are people around you that aren't very nice people or negative knowers. And we all have those in our lives until we walk away. So it's going to be a very um, exciting project. I'd love to hear from teens, anybody that wants to be my peer, my first peer group, my test group. I'm looking for about five to 10 kids. We'll do it online, of course, at this time until things change, and they will soon. Um, so please email me, Natasha, at natasharosewood.com, or find me on my website, natasharosewood.com and just sign up. At the moment, I'm not charging anything. So until that changes, it's free. And I'd love to hear from you. So if you're all sitting comfortably, um, I'd like to do this prayer. So this is a prayer for peace at this time on March 20th, 2020, as we go through these challenging times. So if you'd like to close your eyes, and just take a nice deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth and just relaxing wherever you are knowing that you are safe at this time and completely protected so god's goddesses we have come together today in the spirit of love surrender and grace we ask our gods our guides and all our loved ones deceased or alive to be present in spirit at this time, to support and guide us as co-creators and beacons of love and light. We know that we can affect the situation for the better. We now ask for our hearts to be filled with divine light. As we take deep breaths, this divine light, heart, heart light expands throughout our body connecting with our brain and our limited minds and all our cells, cleansing, healing, loving, guiding, and giving us courage. We know we can amplify our light to such a high frequency that heals all sentient beings. We now send this beautiful amplified light from our hearts out into the world to all who are suffering in fear or alone. Let them feel our healing love and light and know that for the highest good of all, all is well in our world and so it is. Amen, so be it. So Kimberly, thank you for your compliment. Um, I'd love to know what your feelings are about that prayer or if you have even better or nicer prayers. Um, we, let's keep praying, but pray as if 
we are already healed. Uh, we don't um, ask, um, ask. We pray as if it's already in the present because there is only the now. It's always in the now. So uh, I always pray as if I'm thanking the universe. Thank you for the healing. Thank you for the resolution to this challenge. Thank you for divine guidance because it's already present. So what we thought we'd do at the end of this is um, ask some questions. And Michael, my producer, um, I've invited him to come on with his voice or his face, whichever he wants to do. Hello, and... <laughs> Okay, just a voice then, because you've got such a lovely voice, Michael. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so what would be your questions at this time? Because we want to get this ball rolling. I want to get this people to engage in this. Well, it, it, all the stuff that's happening, it's come on so very, very fast. And I know they're saying isolation for two weeks and this and that for the other. But I, I just, I don't see it happening in two weeks. And I'm just wondering how long do you intuit this is going to go on? Well, it's, it's funny you ask me that because so many people have asked me. And when I checked in uh, first, I did get like two weeks. So Lorne and I were meant to be going to Vancouver on a Thursday. And I said, you know what? No, it's going to spike. We've got to stay home. And then the next day, the you know what hit the fan. Mm -hmm. And there was no toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just kidding. Quick crew. But anyway, got a got laugh. Um, so I did feel it was months at that time. And I feel, I feel like something around the third week of May is going to shift. So whether that's um, um, going to be a decrease or a vaccine that comes out, um, there are all kinds of um, people making videos on the internet and they're sending them all to me, it feels like. So I'm trying to catch up with all this information. But what I did here, uh, if anybody's interested, her name is Sarah Westall and she's on YouTube and she's interviewing these two doctors. And they talk um, about... Um, an anti-malarial drug that was used in Korea that's actually had a huge impact. So maybe that's going to be made available. Um, they don't promise it. It's not a guarantee. Nothing is 100% in, in the medical profession, of course. Also something called C60, which I haven't heard of yet. So I'm going to explore that. That really fortifies the immune system. And then heat. And there are disagreements about this, whether this works or not. But these people were saying... Um, absolutely go into an infrared sauna because viruses don't like heat. So to me, that makes common sense. And mm. they even suggested that if you want to create heat because it hangs, the virus hangs around in the head, it doesn't survive in the stomach, you drink lots of hot liquid all the time, and you can even take a hairdryer and blast your, yourself with a hairdryer if you can handle the heat because they say it hangs around in the sinuses So and heat will kind of melt it and just make it disappear. So whether I'm talking over the top of my head, but I'm just repeating what they said and they sounded credible to me, and in some ways that makes sense. So if we do these kind of measures and we start sending each other the information, we get out of the fear, um, I think the, the prediction for this could be shorter rather than longer. Um, the next kind of hit I got was around the end of August. So it could go through the summer, but, you know, with the heat in the summer, hopefully things will kind of calm down a bit. And then the last one I got, I got also a message that the, um, the virus is going to change 
But and, and people ultimately go, oh my God, it's going to mutate into something else, which is going to be worse. No, but it could mutate downwards. So it could mutate back down to a common cold. Or maybe there's a vaccine that just slowly brings it to a grinding halt. But the first instinct I got, the first intuition, which also Sarah Brown and another channel got, was that it's going to go and then it's suddenly going to stop. And I went, how's that going to occur? Um, there's all kinds of technologies out there that are available to us, but haven't been allowed to be publicized. So my thinking is also, this situation is going to turn things around so that those technologies which can help us and we can live cleanly, uh, can come to the fore now. And there was another lady called Sherry Edwards, who's also on YouTube, and she talks about creating, she's a mathematician, but she talks about creating a frequency of sound She's currently working on it, apparently, with some people from Hollywood. And this frequency is so high that it raises our frequency above the disease. And I've been saying this, that this is what this time is about, is to get always into this higher frequency of joy, light, and love. Because that's where the disease cannot exist. So when I heard about that, I said, that makes sense to me, too. Anything, art, um, um, Jose um, Fernandez is doing this beautiful art that when you look at it has a high high frequency and it heals and people are starting to have really amazing reactions he's currently trying to put an installation in hospitals and prisons so that people can patients or inmates can look at this and heal their stuff without words it's just frequency so if people get that word and they focus on if they're telling each other jokes or watching comedies they're singing they're dancing around the living room doesn't matter how silly you look, if you're getting into that joy, that's where you're going to be safe because that's fortifying on a physical level your immune system and fortifying your mind. And know that we have the power to send our light out all the time like I did in that prayer. Just go into your heart, fill it with light, amp it from 50 watts to 5,000 watts and just radiate it around the world. And maybe we will be the, the miracle that stops it dead with mm -hmm. our frequency. Wouldn't that be something, Michael? Shared intention across the board. Well, I know you're definitely lighting up my day, and I totally agree. Oh, thank you. Asha. Thank you. So uh, I know we're all kind of hibernating and isolating ourselves. It's really weird in the grocery stores right now. But um, uh, there's so many things we could be doing. What do you think the most important thing we can do right now, just as individuals? Well, I think it's two, twofold. So for me, um, doing for me doing this Facebook Live, as I said to you, Michael, you give me a reason to get out of the out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, am I going to be a negative Nelly, or am I going am I going to be an infect or an affector? So I'm with these talks and telling jokes and stories, um, and I've got stories coming out the yin yang. So if you get bored with Netflix, go on board, and I'll read stories from my books. Um, it's given me a purpose. And, and I think if we all have a purpose every single day, it doesn't have to be the same purpose. Um, so that is for our own good mental health to keep going because I think otherwise, you know, anger, grief, depression, um, resentment, bitterness, you know, whatever it is, even in the short term can set in. Mm -hmm. So anything that we're doing, we're taking action, even if it's through meditating, that's taking action or saying a prayer that's taking action. 
Um, cleaning out your fridge would be a very good one with hot soapy water because, you know, the virus likes the cold. Um, I'm starting to do housework. I'm ashamed to say I haven't done in a while, but it's <laughs> like, yeah, hey, I've got time. The other thing I'm doing, I'm reaching out to a friend every single day and instead of texting and calling them, I'm, and I'm trying to come up, hey, have you got a joke? Have you had any good jokes? And, you know, getting off the phone with a laugh because like, like in Libya, you know, we can come together right now and really, really connect. I, I kind of, instead of isolating, I'm saying I'm connecting mm -hmm. in ways that I haven't connected before because as people who know me well say, oh, sorry, I'm too busy, can't meet you for lunch or coffee. I got stuff to do. Right. And, and so now I'm kind of chilling out, taking a chill pill, calling my friends. And, you know, on Saturday night, we were meant to be meeting with friends and we just got a glass of wine and sat there and did FaceTime. And I, we were on for three hours. It was wonderful. Perfect. Um, the other purpose, you can read a book. Maybe you can watch these. I, I sent out on yesterday's post four people that I love uh, who are on YouTube right now. And thank you, Michael. You recommended one of them, Matt Kahn, who's mm -hmm. talking about the high frequency. The other one is Dr. Joe Dispenza, Aaron Doherty, and Esther Hicks has been around for a while talking yeah. about, you know, surrendering and letting go. And we're in a state where we have to surrender because we don't have any control. And I think I, for one, I'm loving that. Like, I can't do it because I can't, I'm not allowed. Yeah, right? So mm -hmm. I'm going to just surrender. And what do I feel like doing today? And there will be times when we feel like curling up in a ball and just getting under the covers and say, I'm going to stay here until it's got, gone away. And that's okay. okay. That works for us being, right? Uh, I kind of felt like that this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's going to hit us. It's going to hit us. This has never happened before, and this is brand new. But I want people to know that on the other side of this, this is a beautiful outcome. For those of us that signed up for, for going through these interesting times and raising our frequency and coming out the other side, there will be a long period of peace. And I feel the light workers of the planet, I've said this to a few people, and I've felt it for a long time, that we're going to become the leaders. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we're going to become the, the guides or the facilitators. The governments, the banks, you know, those old institutions, if they don't change and adapt, that, that's going to kind of disintegrate and break down. It's already happening, right? Mm -hmm. So I think when, it, when it's over and we get to rebuild, it's going to be rebuilt in a very different way. And there's going to be a lot more equality and fairness and not so much greed and hoarding. And there's going to be really, how do we work this together? And look, Mother Earth is healing already. Isn't that amazing? There are swans on the canals in Venice already. I heard that. Dolphin. And, and dolphins. <laughs> and where else? Yeah. Look, we have, our bodies have an amazing ability to heal. And so does Mother Earth. So focus on that, you know. And even if it kind of comes around you, just put yourself in a white bubble of light and say, I'm staying in my white light and I'm protected and safe. And mm -hmm. I'm cranking up my hurts my megahertz or whatever the terms are my wattage cranking up my light because that dark low frequency which is what this thing is then can't come anywhere near you if you think about um walking into a black dark room and then you flick a switch you flick on the light what happens to the darkness it Oof. runs away <laughs> so if we adopt these kind of things that we know are scientific this isn't even woo woo 
No. This is science. This is science. We know that we can use that energy dynamic to um, protect ourselves. And and I, I suspect that people who are of the light um, are the people that are watching this, this kind of information, right, already. Mm -hmm. And those people oh. that think it's woo-woo, it's, you know, we're done for. It's like, well, okay, see ya. It's like waving those girls off from Tripoli Airport. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay. Any more questions, Michael? I've got a couple, but Kimberly's been uh, sending us stuff. She tells everyone this too shall pass. It might pass like a kidney stone, but it will pass. <laughs> well, Kimberly, I appreciate the, the humor there. <laughs> and then in the next um, one, she said she was guided to simplify her life and, and move. Uh, she had a violent incident that happened to her and she didn't feel safe. Uh, now she sees everything is happening for a reason and feels very Absolutely. Thank you for that, Kim Kimberly, because this, I feel, is a massive gift. It's mm -hmm. a massive, massive gift. And, of course, those people that are ill or worried about money, I want to say don't worry because, you know, the worry is the lower frequency. Mm -hmm. I've got no clients. I've got nothing coming in either. And I'm going, oh, well, you know, something's going to show up. Mm -hmm. And so... And, uh, you know, we're still working together, Michael, right? Yes, we are. And that brings me to my next question. Yes. How can we support each other during these times? Because I'm sure we're not the only people whose, whose income is kind of dried up in, the, in these times. So what can we do to support each other? Well, you know, I had thoughts about this. I mean, at first I was offering, and I still am offering $25 off discount. Uh, and I think right now for the next two weeks, people are, are still kind of in shock. So, you know, people have gone into their little ball and curled up. And I think after two weeks, we'll kind of adjust to the situation, say, okay, now what? What can we do now? Um, my thought was to barter readings, um, to offer readings now and say, okay, listen, if you want a reading now, which I'm sure a lot of people do, but they're going, oh, can't afford it, but not spend any money. Um, I had the thought that I would offer readings now and then say okay well you can pay me in six months time right when we're back on track or um you know if if you want to pay me half price or something like something like that also bartering um marie martin came on this morning and said let's support one another and i said well yeah let's um let's at least talk because we have something i have something that i can exchange for something else Unfortunately, you know, I'd love to get a haircut, but, you know, can't do that right now. So, but I could do a reading and then later in three months' time or four months' time when we're back on track, I can go and collect on my reading. We can mm -hmm. kind of stockpile our talent and start doing the bartering, which I think is probably what's coming back into being anyway. Definitely. Right? Um, I mean, people have groceries. Um you know, some Chris East has just suggested buy buy local when possible. Well, yes, absolutely. We want to support any business we can that's that we that we that, that's within our ability to do so. Uh, we haven't gone to Amazon yet, so we're Not we're, yet. Still getting, <laughs> we're still braving at the grocery store. Um, but you know, we've all got gifts and talents that we can offer, and um, if we can, I think I have great faith in the ingenuity of people. And, and how we uh, can can adapt to the these times. And I don't think that the quarantine, I'm not too sure that the quarantine will last. 
-hmm. as long. You know, I was joking with my writing teacher the other day, and I said, well, if there's a fashion designer out there, maybe she could come up with a beautiful hazmat suit for me, and I want it to be pink, and a pink <laughs> you know, wear it with heels, and we can all go out in our hazmat suits if it comes to that. So we can mm -hmm. still continue, but that 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 we're we're protecting. And if ever if one person doesn't come out in a hazmat suit, they're off to the jail kind of thing. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, we could have fun with this. We could really mm -hmm. have fun with this. So I think keeping our morale up is number one. Is you know having a sense of humor about the situation. That's how I got through being in Libya. Um, is just always seeing the positive. Being in gratitude, absolutely. But look at what you could do. Maybe you could do like I do and write some funny stories. Maybe mm -hmm. you could do storytelling for kids during the day. And, you know, all these mothers stuck with children at home who, who don't know they can't take them anywhere. Maybe they can put them in front of their iPad for half an hour and listen to a story. That's you know? a lovely idea. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, you know, if I run out of topics, which I'm sure I'll never do, Michael, no. I can absolutely read from my books, and I'm I'm very happy to do that because people say they love the stories, and yeah. it, it's kind of reaffirming. Um, they could do, take online courses, you know. I'm going to develop one on intuition as part of my energy mm -hmm. dynamics for kids. Uh, mm -hmm. They could develop an online course. You know, what a great time because mm -hmm. we think that this is going to go this way anyway. So maybe that's what's going to happen to save Mother Earth. We won't be congregating so much in downtown cores and getting trains and buses and planes to places. We'll be talking more online after the event. We'll still be congregating at some point, of course, because as people, we need one another. We need each other's energy. That's for sure. But, you know, just think, make a list of 10 things that you could do. Um, Deb, thank you, Deb. You just said... Thank you so much for doing these live events during this time. I'm so happy to be able to do them. If, you know, if nobody's coming for readings, what else am I going to do? I'm still <laughs> writing my book. I'm developing my online course. And so I'm going, yeehaw, I've got time to do this. So mm -hmm. where's your yeehaw? Mm -hmm. Where's your yeehaw about this? Maybe Dar you get to again. Yeah, Darlene and I were doing workshops uh, with people and obviously yeah. videographers, so I was doing that as well. But that, in the last week, everything kind of just got canceled. So we're like, okay, well, we'll do it online. We'll yeah. do workshop online. Thank and you uh, they were free anyway, so yeah. <laughs> continue to be free. Yeah. So we're and, starting and, those you know, next week. So much came out of um, the Second World War, you know, as much as, as the evil and the terrible um, slaughter of people was going on. On the flip side of that, a lot of new inventions came out of the Second World War, mm -hmm. and probably the first as well. And and while I say we don't have to learn through pain, and you know, as somebody pointed out the other day, you know, our parents and our grandparents went through wars. Yeah. You know, my father was in France and he got shot in the neck. All we have to do is sit on the couch and watch Netflix. Yeah. I'm sure we can make it through. I, I, I've, I've still got lots that I got to catch up on on Netflix. So, yeah, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we can all be doing YouTube lives and watching each other. There, there you go. go. <laughs> Kimberly sent another one. She said, what a paradox. Isolation with connection. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, Kimberly. It is a paradox. I mean, I think life is a paradox. It and is. that's that's where the humor is. And you can really look at it as like, 
you know, why is this happening to me? Well, it's happening to everybody. It's just like a, um, what do you call that? Uh, when you equalize, everybody's in the same playing field, uh, right? Socialism? <laughs> well, <laughs> not a big believe in that, but, you know, um, it's a level playing field. Sorry, mm -hmm. level playing field. Mm -hmm. So it's an opportunity for every single human being on the planet to really look at that. So, Michael, I've just got a question. Did that cartoon of the alien go up? Did the what go up? The cartoon of the alien. No, we never did put that up yet. Would you like okay. to share? Yeah, so do you have do you have any more questions? Yeah, I've got one more, but we'll okay. definitely share our alien friend here. Yeah, so this is my joke of the day. Uh, this panic with the toilet paper is the reason why you people can't be told the truth about aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and if you can't see it, it's showing all the empty shelves in the grocery store. So I love that. Yeah. I had uh, one more question, and that was, uh, and you've kind of been answering it the whole time. It's like, uh, what do you think some of the gifts are that are going to occur for humanity and the earth from, from going through this? Well, I'm going to flip that back to you, Michael. What do you think? Well, I really see a lot of online content being created over the next couple of weeks. Yes. See a lot of people gathering, not so much together in in person, but gathering online. Earlier today, Darlene is part of a, a, a business uh, a business course online, and right. instead of just meeting once a week, has been setting it up that it happens every day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of the women are are depending on that, and there's a lot of people that are scared and in fear out there, and coming together and assuring people, oh, you know, we're, we're all still good. We still have food. We still have a house. We still have a family. Everybody's yes. okay. And, and uh, yeah. out of that fear. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm going to invite people to either comment on me when I'm, you know, when we're here about how they're doing, what's their, what is their biggest fear? Um, mm. I think we're, we can be in gratitude, so much gratitude because, uh, we are in one of the best um, countries in the world, in a way. But as I pointed out, those people who are living barefoot in the villages are probably the safest you know. <laughs> in other ways, right? But, you know, what? what is your fear? Is it money? Is it food? Is it health? Is it depression? Is it living with your family for <laughs> three months, <laughs> uh, going crazy? Uh, what is your fear? And so mm -hmm. let's, you know, meet those head on and see if we can't mitigate the emotional fear so that you can be in the best possible shape physically. Well, I do know from my studies that uh, the, the vibration of fear actually lowers your immunity. Yes. And whatever tends to come about. My martial arts teacher taught me that one in my late teens. Do you repeat that, Michael? Because I didn't hear you very clearly. Whatever you worry about tends to come about. Yeah, what you focus on expands. And mm -hmm. you know, look at look what we focused on. The news is all about the coronavirus. And in yesterday's uh, Facebook Live, I just said five minutes of news. Now I am mm -hmm. guilty of going into other details sometimes because I'm doing this Facebook Live and I do want to hear the mass media version of what they're saying. And then I go to YouTube and watch for the truth. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think um, I've kind of lost the track there, but you know, just to be, be in gratitude and just uh, keep telling the jokes and not to focus too much on the news and then five minutes of news, get, the numbers, get what you need to know and then get out of there and then get it 
or something, a nice sucky love film or something. You know, I've got another purpose for everybody. I think this would be lovely. How about we write at least 10 love letters to people? That sounds lovely. Because we don't know, do we? We don't know how long we have each other. And I'm not talking about the coronavirus. It could be anything. We don't know. And no, we don't. A lovely feeling knowing that you've put your um, love down on paper and that's something that people will keep. And, of course, we can't mail it now. It's going to go via email. And, and God bless technology. Thank God we've got that. But, you know, writing love letters, I think, makes us feel wonderful. And it certainly is very comforting, maybe to your parents or to your children, um, to somebody you've fallen out with, maybe a letter of forgiveness or asking for forgiveness, letting go of that, because that's a huge one. I'm going to be talking about that in the weeks to come. Yeah, I actually uh, I got a note from my oldest daughter yesterday. And I don't hear from her at all. Oh, how lovely. Yeah, and I got a note. And yeah, it's it's an ulterior motive, but you know, <laughs> she sent me a text. It was great. Hey, connection is connection. Connection is connection. It's right. a beginning, right? Mm -hmm. So I think, <coughs> um, I don't think we've got any more questions. Nope, uh, nope, there's nobody. We've We've got lots of people watching, though, which is cool. Okay, wonderful. Well, love um, to you all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anything else, Mike, we wanted to say? Uh, I just want to say I deeply appreciate you and what you're doing and getting out of bed and doing this every day. It's, it's inspiring. And thank you very, very much, Natasha. You know, I thank you because I'd be curled up on that ball right now. If what <laughs> you <say. laughs> that would be my infect, infector mentality yeah. going on, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, if we can all stay stay there for one another and support, that's awesome. So thank you everybody for joining who came on and asked questions and commented. Thank you, Kimberly, too. And love you all. You know, I love people. Humanity is amazing. Sure, there are, there are the few people who are in fear and they their behavior shows up as bad, but I don't want to make them bad people. I know that they're that's their go-to behavior. But if they can just come up with another affirmation that makes them stop in their tracks and say, uh, this is not good for everybody else. We're all in this together. So the more we support one another, the stronger we will get, the yeah. sooner this will be over. Amen. And we can't hug or kiss or shake hands, but we can definitely shine smiles and ask each other how we're doing. Thank you so much, Natasha. Namaste, everybody. Namaste. God bless. I bless you with health. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye.